Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. There are debates. There are hot takes. There are strong opinions. But in the quest for the truth... There is only one way to get the final say. It's time to fire up the Bartometer. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Thank you for welcoming us into your residence or your vehicle or your casket. I know many uh, people have started to request that they are buried Upon their death with the Odyssey app playing until the battery runs out on their phone. I think there's some caskets you can even get a charger in there and an outlet so we can continually be the voice in your afterlife. And there's no bigger honor to me than that. So thank you very much. I am Bart Winkler. That is David Shepard. Marco Belletti is on the updates. The Bartometer caught some flack. Over the last few weeks. And you won't believe why. The Bartometer. So what this is, is I can give opinions and I can give rankings and I can give statistics. But sometimes it's very hard. And I very much want to caution myself from any sort of bias. All right? Because there are things that I do have a bias on. I am in Milwaukee. I have a bias maybe to the teams that I like. Okay? I think the Bucks are still able to turn it on in the playoffs, even though they are going to lose to a depleted Memphis team tonight. I don't like the 49ers and Celtics because of the postseason misery they have caused my team. And, of course, we have rivals in the Midwest. So I don't ever want any of that to come into play when I'm trying to give real rankings. So I've created a device, a machine, it is no bigger than, I mean, think of like like some some kids' toys you have in your house. And it's like, is this a toy or is this like a new piece of furniture? It's like that big. You could still carry it if you'd like. Um, one man can carry it. One woman can carry it. One anybody can carry it. It's, it's not too heavy. It's got a lot of gizmos and gadgets galore. You know, it's got all that kind of stuff. Um, what is that from? <laughs> One of the Disney movies. All right. So the question today is, who 
besides the Kansas City Chiefs or the San Francisco 49ers is capable enough to win Super Bowl 59? Who does the Bartometer like as the favorite to win Super Bowl 59 if not the 49ers or the Chiefs? So if we could, but I'm gonna, I got the Bartometer here. What I want is, oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't explain yet where the pushback was. The juvenile sound effects. That's what people didn't like. This. This noise is a juvenile attempt at humor. That that noise. That noise is what triggered people. I didn't understand it. I thought I had it all figured out how to walk the line on sensitive subjects. But no, sound effects are where are where we uh, get get all worked up. All right, so I'd like the Bartometer. I think eight worked. Eight worked last week for the last few topics, so I would like to see the top eight. Um, let's give us number eight in terms of who besides the Chiefs or Niners can win the Super Bowl next year. Bartometer, go ahead. The Bartometer has told us that the eighth most likely team to win next year's Super Bowl is the New York Jets. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. If they fire Robert Sala between now and the start of the season, the Bardo meter likes the Jets here. If not, no chances likely for Jets to win Super Bowl. Okay. All right. That's fair. So are they... Are they eight then? Or, or Okay, they're not. They're outside. They would be top eight. If they fired Robert Sala, they would be eight. But because they have Robert Sala, they are not in the top eight. Okay, all right. I got the understanding, I think, from the Bartometer. Let's play that controversial sound effect and hit it again. And I'll also give you the odds from uh, odds makers as well just to kind of see where the Bartometer feels along with what the odds are. Okay, so number eight is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is an interesting one. They're plus they're plus 3,000. I think they did not obviously make the playoffs. They may be forgotten about. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had a tough second half of the season. They completely collapsed. But the Bartometer appears to like the Jaguars' chances when it comes to next season. So just because they did not make the playoffs doesn't mean they won't again. They're in a division that the Texans surprised some people. I think the Colts surprised some people. I think the Titans are probably going to be bad for a while, but they are in a division still that there can be some capable um, playoff berth. Okay. Number seven. Ooh, ooh, lower than I would have thought. All right, the Detroit Lions come in at number seven. They're plus 1,200. According to sports uh, sports books, the Detroit Lions coming in at seven. Um, perhaps the Bartometer thinks other NFC teams could beat the Detroit Lions. Remember, they were in the NFC Championship game. They were on the way to... Las Vegas, but did not get it done. But the Lions come in at seven teams besides the Chiefs or Niners that are likely to win Super Bowl 59. Number six. 
my number one team, if I was just doing a list, would be my Green Bay Packers, but they come in at six with plus 2,000 odds. The Packers were able to go to Detroit and win this season. Perhaps the Bartometer thinks they could have done that again. There is an ascension there from Jordan Love, who in the MVP odds is like fourth. So the Bartometer, as we know, does very much like Jordan Love, and the Packers come in at number six. Okay, number five. Whoa. The Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, the Philadelphia Eagles looked very good. A little dysfunctional, but still won games in the first half of that season. Nick Sirianni, I thought, could get fired with the way that their season ended when they lost to Tampa Bay. He did not, but there's still a lot of talent there, at least for now, unless guys start demanding trades. The Philadelphia Eagles coming in at number five. All right, who is number four? Interesting again. This team actually, outside of the Chiefs and the Niners, has the best odds to win next year's Super Bowl. The Ravens come in at number four, plus 900 odds, but they're number four here on the Bartometer. The Bartometer, I get a detailed summation each time. That's why I don't read the whole thing. I just paraphrase it as to not uh, go on too long. But the Bartometer is a little bit worried about John Harbaugh's big game management. A little bit worried about what happened against the Chiefs with the lack of running the football and does have some health concerns over the way that Lamar Jackson is used. I personally do not. I think that Lamar knows how to run. I think he knows how to go down. I think he knows how to be safe. The Bartometer is taking in other factors that maybe I am not, however. So there's only three teams left. Um... Let me, let me, hold on, let me turn this dial. Who are some teams that are not in the top three if I could press this button? All right, the Bartometer says, do not expect the following teams. The Rams will not be in the top three at plus 3,500. The Browns will not be in the top three at 3,500. The Texans are not in the top three. So the Jaguars over the Texans, interesting. And the Dolphins are not in the top three. Wow. All right. Three teams left that the Bartometer thinks, besides the Chiefs or the Niners, could win the Super Bowl. Who is number three? With uh, plus 1,000 odds and the second best odds, comes in third here, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills coming in at number three. There is a tendency, it looks like, for some of these AFC teams. They might be getting pushed down because of the dominance of the Chiefs. The Bills and Ravens specifically. This was the Chiefs' quote-unquote down year, right? The quote-unquote down year. The Ravens had them at home. The Bills had them at home. If you couldn't beat them this year, when are you going to beat them? So it's not just making it to the Super Bowl. It's also having to beat the Chiefs. Someone's got to beat the Chiefs. Bartometer's not sure who that's going to be. Number two. 
This actually should not be a surprise the way the machine felt about Dak Prescott, but the Cowboys are coming in at number two, even with plus 2,000 odds. The Dallas Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott as of now on kind of lame duck status. The Bartometer's findings say that that is going to be more of a motivational benefit than a hindrance or a distraction. And even though the Cowboys have not won since 1995, it wants to remind us that they still have won a Super Bowl more recently than the San Francisco 49ers. And not to be too worried about long-term history, be more worried and appreciative of Mike McCarthy's three straight 12-5 and five seasons. The Bartometer at least likes the Cowboys to have a better seed than they did the previous year and thus more home games, although we saw it did not matter against Green Bay, but the Bartometer high on the Cowboys. That means there can only be one team left. And at plus 1,300, but number one in the Bartometer rankings, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bartometer is telling us that a lot of this has to do with Joe Burrow and the fact that of all these teams, there's been six seasons that Patrick Mahomes has been a starter. He did not make the Super Bowl in two of those years. One year was because of Tom Brady's New England Patriots. He is gone. The other is because of Joe Burrow's Cincinnati Bengals. The Bartometer has seen Joe Burrow do it before. He has not seen Lamar do it. The machine has not seen Josh Allen do it. So the Bartometer puts the Bengals at number one. So the Bartometer's top eight teams besides the Chiefs or the Niners that can win Super Bowl 59 from 8-1, to one, Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, the Eagles, the Ravens, the Bills, the Cowboys, and the Bengals. Want to sit on that for a minute? We'll get some of your reaction straight ahead, including Sheps. Want to hear what he has to think about this machine that we love very much? That all coming up. I'm Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show. Heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here. We've got Marco Belletti on the updates as well. That'll be uh, momentarily soon. History was made tonight. We want to talk about that with Caitlin Clark. And why, if you missed out tonight, don't worry. You will be able to see it again very soon. So stick around for that. Uh, hopefully, as you enjoyed or did not enjoy the Bartometer, it kind of just depends on what you thought of the one sound effect we played. Um, interesting results, I think, from this machine. So we're trying to figure out, outside the Chiefs and the Niners, who is the most likely to win Super Bowl 59. The Jets would have got in the top eight, but Robert Sal is the coach, and he is awful. I'll share that opinion with the Bartometer. Jacksonville is eight, Detroit seven, the Packers are six, the Eagles are five, the Ravens at four, the Bills at three, the Cowboys at two, and the Bengals at one. 
Got a tweet here from Roberto. He says that machine needs an oil change. Chargers have no chance. And I did ask the Bartometer during the break. I inserted Roberto's tweet. The Bartometer says the long-term prospects for the Chargers are good, possibly even as soon as the following season, but it is lukewarm on their chances for this season. Any other questions I could pump into the machine here if if you're if you want to debate anything or or ask about it, but the Bartometer overall likes I think the Cowboys a lot more than other teams, but really does settle on the Bengals because they've been the one team to knock off Mahomes. And route to a Super Bowl besides, of course, New England. Shep, you've poured over the uh, Bartometer listings. Anything that you take an issue with? Anything that you're very um, uh, agreeable with? What do do you think with the Bartometer? Yeah, so I like the Eagles bounce back year. I think there's some truth to that. I don't think Jalen Hurts was nearly as bad as what we saw in 2023. I don't think Sirianni is even that bad. Lions. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Bart. You have Lions 7? I don't have the Lions anywhere. The, the, the Bartometer, uh, the yeah, Bartometer yeah. has the yeah. Lions seven. Way yeah, too, wait, seven. Wait, wait, way too low. Way too low. Um, Possibly. Uh, Packers, Eagles, and Cowboys all ahead in the NFC. Right. And so you are acting as if the Cowboys have done something in the last 28 years. No, no, no. I am not acting. The Bartometer. The Bartometer. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Bartometer mm-hmm. is acting as if the Cowboys have accomplished anything in the last 28 years because the Lions as recently as less than a month ago, made an NFC title game. We're up 24 to 7 heading into the second half to go to the Super Bowl. You yeah, know. Second here. Yeah. Are you, I just. Are you, I, re, no, are, I, are, you, are you retabulating or are you watching the Warriors almost give away this game to the Jazz? I'm not doing that. I, <laughs> so I didn't tell you guys this. Right. Um, but after Thursday, I took it home and it the Bartometer was on the fritz. Right. So I ordered a new part. Sure. Let me just, it's, hold on. It's a really, let me just look at the part. I guess gotta, I gotta look at the part here. <laughs> hold on. Um, uh, we're waiting, we're waiting with bated breath as we're watching Jordan Clarkson. Oh! Yeah. Oh! I should have known. You should have known. Is that what you're doing right now? Are you, are you admitting to the fact that the Lions coming in as the seventh best team next year? And that's not even including the two teams that just appeared in the Super Bowl. I'm not admitting anything. All okay. I want to tell you is I was looking at where the part was from. Right. It was from Arlington. Okay. Got it. Interesting. From Arlington. Hey, yeah. man. Hey, Bart. Sorry to segue here for one second. Are you watching this Warriors jazz game? Uh, No. I Was it on NBA TV? This is unbelievable. No, I mean, or they I, go, I, I have. They I have, have it on TNT? Oh, what is he? Oh, you are going to see one of the worst passes in the history of the NBA. What is it on? And is I, it on League Pass? It's on League Pass. Yeah, it's on League Pass. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get free subscriptions okay. to everything when I took over here. Jordan Clark, uh, not Jordan Clarkson. Um, this is horrible. This is why Atlanta fans are glad he's gone. John Collins just had one of the worst passes you will see in NBA history. It was beyond excruciating to watch. Like you just you don't see NBA players make this kind of pass, and then he's got his heads on his you know his head is at his knees, bending down to the pressure right now, man. You gotta, I can't believe he gets paid what he gets paid, but that's a whole other side uh, conversation. Now the build, the Lions are way too low because again you're talking about a team that's only going to get better next year. They're coming in with a bravado. They're coming in understanding that their mission was anything but complete. They know they underachieved in that game, being up twenty four to seven. So there's no way you got to have the Lions at seven. I'm when I say you, I mean the Bartometer. Bills, that's a great call. You have the Cowboys way too high, way, way. I just way told you where high. the part came from. 
No, I, I understand that. But Arlington, I get it. But the Bartometer has still. Well, let me look at the let me look at these rankings again. Yeah. Okay, so this is my machine that I built, but that doesn't mean that like all I do is order the parts and build it. I don't I don't like program my opinions into it. I program real data. I program history. I program uh, like when there's a coaching change. I, I, everything's programmed and updated. So I think the Bengals are a great choice at number one. I, I think they are. I think they had some injury this year. Uh, it looks like they may move off from Joe Mixon, as we were talking about earlier in the week. I uh, still got to figure out what to do with T. Higgins. But I think the fact that they're the only team that has done it, and with the Ravens and the Bills, when else When else are you going to do it? It was a perfect storm for you to beat the Chiefs this year. And Stephon Diggs lets a ball go right through his chest, and the Ravens fumble at the goal line. Like, if, if not then, when? And so... Them being below the Bengals, I agree with. I think the NFC is really tough um, because I it does look a little wide open. I got to say, the Cowboys being number two, I I might agree with. I, I put them ahead of the Eagles. I put them ahead of the Packers. And so we're debating about the Cowboys and the Lions. And I think that the Cowboys have a better outlook because they have a better quarterback. And they've got a better defense. Um, the lines are going to get better. They've got a lot of their young players were rookies, and Dan Campbell's great. And so I think that the Lions, like, don't get upset if you're a Lions fan about the Bartometer. It's just this is what we're we're trying to do. The Bartometer is not. Uh, it, it doesn't see into the future. It's not like I've looked into the future and I'm telling you this. But I do think that the Cowboys at number two, or at least at number one in the NFC, I have no problem with that. Bart. Um, Tony Pollard just did an interview recently on the Pat McAfee show. And this was about a week after the fact. And Dan Quinn, at that point, was the head coach for the Commanders for, dang, Jasmine to the buzzer, for a week. This is your leading running back. Dan Quinn was a potent part of the Cowboys for a long time. He didn't know that his defensive coordinator took the job for the Commanders. It had been a week. And the only way he finds out is through a radio interview or whatever you want to call the Pat McAfee show. Like, that's a team that there's no communication. They're not lockstep and barrel. And Jerry Jones is significantly more concerned with the Forbes net ranking they're on as opposed to actually winning in the playoffs. You and I both know that. So for the Cowboys, according to the Bartometer, to be above the Bills and the Ravens, that is absolute ludicrous. It really is. I, I don't think we need to sit here and debate if the earth is flat in, night, in like the year 1600 about it. I just, I just think the Bartometer likes the Cowboys. I, but I don't. It's, but, it's that but, big but, of a deal. But has the Bartometer watched for one second the Cowboys in the last 28 years, more specifically Dak Prescott in the last six, and even more specifically Mark McCarthy in the last three in the playoffs? All they do is lose, especially if it's inferior teams. So they can win 12 games, 13 games in the regular season. That's all well and dandy. But they do not execute. They do not show up. They're not prepared in the playoffs. This is an ongoing theme with them, especially with that former Packers head coach. And there's a reason why they got rid of him for an unknown, which actually turned out to be the right decision to Matt LaFleur. So what is I don't know what you mean by that. Is that, are you, are, is that a I just, don't, just, know how, I just don't know how in the world the barometer can look at what the Cowboys have done recently and look at what Mike McCarthy has done and say that that team has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than the Bills, the Ravens, and the Lions. 
Like I, I, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like trying to be over emphatic about this, but I just don't understand how you can look at what those three teams have done in the last few years and the Cowboys and say that Cowboys team has a better chance of advancing than those three teams we mentioned. Well, I think that the AFC teams have a very uphill battle because the Bartometer doesn't think that anybody's going to beat the Chiefs. So they're in different conferences. So that's a part of it. And then for Cowboys over Lions, look, they were 12 and five last year. I mean, you want to talk about the Cowboys and the failure and the choke. Detroit's got to live with that. Detroit's Detroit's got to live. We don't know how Detroit's going to react yet. Okay. Do you want to look at talent and say, well, I mean, I think a lot like the odds, the odds are telling you Lions plus 1200 Cowboys plus 2000. The odds are telling you that the Lions have to deal with something that they've never dealt with before. And that's going to be how to follow up a season, which you basically got the Super Bowl taken away from you. And we've seen other teams try to do it. And they have not responded well. We think Dan Campbell can turn this thing back around. We think it's not going to be that much of a big deal. We want the Lions to be good. We understand that they were so close. But there is going to be that sort of hangover to it. Uh, the Bartometer also thinks that the Cowboys might get Derrick Henry. And, and the Bartometer still thinks it's 2017. But still, <laughs> uh, the Bartometer thinks that uh, they might get Derrick Henry. So that's, that's where they're at. The Bartometer... Teams that are going to win the Super Bowl, not Chiefs or Viking, uh, Vikings, not Chiefs or Niners, Bengals, Dallas, Buffalo, Ravens, Eagles, Packers, Lions, Jacksonville, and then a special mention for the Jets, if Robert Sala somehow gets fired. Let's talk to Paul in Rhode Island. Hey, Paul. Hey, Bart. Hey, listen. Hey. I love your picks. But I'm going to go with my four months before this year, the season was over. Lions, Cowboys, Ravens, and Buffalo. No more gifts. Okay. Ravens gave a gift to Patrick Mahomes, and the Lions gave a gift to the 49ers. Listen, I feel bad for the coach. So you no longer can win 12 games in the NFL. And you fire a guy, okay? That that is the coach, the defensive coach from the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But I do like your pick on this. You're still looking for Burrow to make it. No, you've been there, bro. You made you didn't make it. You're still looking for uh, Hebert, Herbert. Okay? Herbert, Herbert's five hundred. Yep. Herb, listen, he's, I, I love the guy, new coach, go back to California. I love it. I love it. But I don't think he's going to do it in the first turnaround in the first year. I love that he's going to aggravate Mahomes. Yes, I love that. But the for me, my personal feeling, I think the Lions are going to take over that division. Okay. And I think the Cowboys – Man, I don't know what's going to happen with Jerry Jones, but I'm going to tell you, it's a disgrace. I'm telling you, I don't know what the hell happened at home in the, with the bird in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. I almost had four teams almost going to the end, and two of them screwed up at home. Or I should say three. So you picked the Love final four, but you, you didn't have the Niners or the Chiefs? No, I had 
Four months before the season finished, I had Buffalo Ravens and I had Lions and the Cowboys. Ah. Three of those birds, those kumquats screwed up at home. Mm. All right. You know, it's sad. It's sad yeah. because it's you know who feels the effect? The fans. The fans. You the move fans. sixty thousand people for twelve games and you win twelve games at home. I'm not at home, but I mean you know what I mean. And then all of a sudden you just can't finish. Cowboys for eight years. I hate them. I could give a damn about them. But I thought they really were going to go pull it through for the Cowboys. But you know what? It ain't the first time. Look at Cali for Buffalo all those years. Look at uh, who else? Jeez, uh, what is the deal? Is it the hours? Is it the late night? Do I have an? Is it something that I say that I have an invite to just? Come on! All right, eight five five two one two four two two seven. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. Listen Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, it finally happened. We had been waiting 52 long years, and it finally happened. Last week, Popeye's fans everywhere finally got to experience the perfect pairing. A Popeye's commercial during the big game, and it was about their new lineup of wings. You've got five crispy, juicy flavors to choose from. Sweet and spicy, ghost pepper, the signature hot, yes please, the honey barbecue, and the roasted garlic parmesan. Wings and football go hand to hand, hand hand in hand, we know that, but we also know that it's not the only viewing opportunity that wings go with you want to watch some hoops some hoops this weekend wings you want to watch some uh wrestling wings maybe some mixed martial arts wings bowling bowling's on tv more than i ever thought it would bowling and wings all right but it doesn't have to just be sports what about like hey it's uh tuesday want to get some popeye's wings Yep. Hey, kids having a birthday party. Want to get some some cake and maybe some wings? Yep. You can take your wings next door. You get a brand new neighbor. This is what you do. You get a brand new neighbor. Don't 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 bake the cookies. Don't don't like you know buy a pack of donuts or whatever. You send them some wings from Popeyes, and in fact, share the wings with them again. Five crispy, juicy flavors, sweet and spicy, ghost pepper, signature hot honey barbecue, roasted garlic parmesan. Check it out at Popeye's for your upcoming whatever it is. Oh, I got I to get the, I got to try the garlic parm. I, I look at the menu. I like the sweet and spicy. Signature hot is probably the winner most of the time. 
But it's like, oh, you had garlic parma. Let me try one. Oh, no, I wish I had. I wish I had more of those. 855-212-4227. I'm Bart Winkler. Shep's here. Marco Belletti. Uh, Daniel's in Chicago. Daniel, hello, buddy. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Bart? My guess man, what? Daniel. Yes, guess what? I'm going to name my son Bartholomew with W at the end. That'd be good, huh? No, no one name anything after me. Maybe maybe like a pet rock or like a plant that you don't have to water much. Nothing, yeah. please. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't I can't believe your ba- uh barometer, what do you call it? What do you call it? Barometer? The the barometer? Yes. I can't believe you didn't pick Chicago BS for nothing. What's going on? You know, yeah, you can. They're not make, they're not winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, but but at least it's supposed to be something. You know, we are we're gonna be number one. We're gonna be uh, picking up number one next uh, at the draft, and we got a lot of money. We got all that stuff that you can use. At, at least put us at least maybe the tent or something like that. I can't believe it. I can't believe the environment. I don't. I can't believe that no Chicago BS. Well, I, so I'll tell you what I think. I think the Bears have a huge decision, as you know. Um, there is a decision. A lot of times the Bears are pre- presented with decisions, and they never work out because they were, they were never going to work out. There were quarter, That's where quarterbacks go to die. Some are arguing that even if Mahomes went there, they would still screw it up. Okay? <laughs> the Bears, there's a right decision. Maybe they keep Justin Fields and – draft Harrison and add some pieces. Maybe that's the right decision. Maybe Caleb Williams is the right decision. We don't know. I think what the bears fandom is worried about is that historically, whatever the wrong decision is, that's the one they'll make. I still believe they will draft Caleb. I don't think they're going to let him go. I think they're going to also trade fields. I know that some in Chicago are trying to have a scenario where fields plays for a year and then Caleb can sit like Mahomes did, but I, I don't think you're drafting Caleb one to sit him. And I don't think that Justin Fields is going to go along with that. Uh, so I don't know. It's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last question, Mr. Bart. Last question. Since you are in Milwaukee, so do you like, because to tell you the truth, I don't like the Green Bay Packers. You know, Chicago Bears don't like them. So do well, you could... like Chicago? Do you like, that's the question. Do you like Chicago Bears? Do I like the Chicago Bears? Uh huh. Because you are in Milwaukee, do you do you have a kind of hatred that you know the Chicago Bears have hatred for the Chicago uh, for Green Bay Packers? Um, towards the Bears, I have a rivalry respect towards the Bears. I okay. I hate the Vikings. I hate them. Okay. I, I I can't I can't mince words or pretend or whatever. I hate the Vikings very much. So the Bears, the only time that I would really say I hate them is mm-hmm. when uh the Packers lose that sucks but I notice the Bears here's what ha- here's what needs to happen with the Bears the mm-hmm. Bears when they acquire new coaches or mm-hmm. whoever like let's say they draft Caleb Williams if mm-hmm. they draft Caleb Williams and he mentions the Packers at all in the opening press conference you made a mm-hmm. mistake because Fields has brought up the Packers every new coach they hire is always like we got two goals around here win the NFC North and beat the Green Bay Packers. Stop doing that. Focus on yourself. Don't worry about Green Bay. Just focus on yourself. They're so obsessed with the Packers, and I think that that needs to change. So that is my free advice 
to Chicago Bears and Bears Nation. Stop being so obsessed with the Packers. Focus on your own thing. Things are on the up and up. They've got better uh, front office. I still don't know why they kept Eberflus with a decision like this coming. But, uh, no, I don't I don't hate the Bears. It's a respectful rivalry. It goes back 100 years. The Green Bay Packers don't exist, if not for the continued efforts of George Hallis and the Bears. And uh, I do hate the Vikings. I hate them. Yeah. Well, I like that. I like that. I like the advice, you know, which is true. Every time they, they hire a new, new coach or a new GM or something like that, they, they always say, oh, we're going to beat the Bears. We're going to, are we supposed to beat the Green Bay Packers? I'm going to take, yeah, that's true. They always say it every time. Okay. Yeah. Just don't yeah. worry about the Packers. Do what you got to do. That's right. That's right. I like that. I like that. All right. Thank, All right, thank Daniel. You. Yeah. Okay. Be safe. Okay. Have a nice. Okay. Have a nice one now. All right. That's Daniel in Chicago. Let's get to Steve in Alabama. What's up, Steve? Hey, how's it going, Bart? Hey, man. I I'm gonna have to agree with uh, with Dave Chef. Uh, the Lions <laughs> are too low. They they need to be way way ahead of uh, Dallas and ahead of uh, Green Bay. Yeah, I could, I could maybe see ahead of Green Bay. I think uh, that's going to be an interesting NFC North battle. Um, the Cowboys, I again, I will side with this machine that I that totally did these results. Um, and I look every year, I personally get suckered into them, even though I warn everybody they are the Scooby Doo villain. They never, they never win at the end. But don't, uh, don't doubt Mike McCarthy when his back's against the wall. That's what I want to say. But until they get Jerry Jones out of there, uh, they're not going to win nothing. Yeah, uh, I think that's a big sentiment, uh, Steve, from a lot of people. Thanks for the call. But nobody, there's nobody to fire Jerry Jones. And he's not only the owner. It'd be one thing if he was just the owner. Like, David Tepper is the owner, and he can, like, nudge, nudge for Carolina. Nudge, nudge, draft this guy. But someone's still got to make that decision. Jerry Jones just looks in the mirror. I mean, he is the general manager among seven other things. Bob is in Wisconsin. What's up, Bob? Hey there. Yeah. I don't think that the Packers, I am a Packer fan, but they're not going to make it this year. Maybe next year. Okay. But, you know, the Bears, really? (laughs) There's only one thing that, Everybody knows that, you know, the Bears can have the best thing that they have and they throw it away. The Bears still suck. I mean, it's what it is. The Packers will be there in a couple years, but all we need is get rid of some cap and we'll get there. What do you think? Hey, Bob, what do you think as a Packer fan? What do you think about the uh, the team over Lake Michigan, the Lions? The Lions are really a great team right now. I wish they would have. Oh, God, they were so close. They've been, yeah, they're, uh, they're so close. They got to get there. Yeah, uh, they do. Um that was tough that they didn't. Bob, thanks for the call. Um, you know, it really was the, – the thing with the Lions is if you 
If you are close and don't get to the Super Bowl, that's heartbreaking. No matter what, the way it happened is even worse. And then I think, like, it's really hard to, when you watch your team lose to some other team and then that other team's in the championship game or the Super Bowl specifically, when you then watch that game and think, we could have beat the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs could not figure it out in the first half. And one of the things we talked about with the firing of Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, now former of the Niners, was it wasn't his fault. Regulation, they held Mahomes to one touchdown. It came after a turnover, you know, 25 yards away. It was the, the, the defense did, for the most part, their job. And so the Lions, the way that they were scoring against San Francisco, you could have thought, well, maybe uh, they can get this done here. But, but it was not to be. And then all this stuff about overtime and you see how maybe there was a lack of preparation and players didn't know this and George Kittle's goofing around instead of trying to pick up a fumble. And it's just like, we, we lost to them. We lost to this unserious football team here. This is who we lost to. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It, that, that stinks for them. And that's going to be something that they deal with and think about all off season. That could motivate them. That could motivate them. It could also kind of, you know, scar them a little bit. We see a lot of teams get close. And then when you ramp up the, like when you amplify the pain of the loss, it can be harder to come back than if we just, all right, we lost by 15. We know what we need to do. Let's go. Let's get it. When you have it taken away from you, it's a little, it's a little worse. Uh, Somebody online asking how I can hate the Vikings. I just, I don't, I can't, I, I just don't like them, man. I don't like the skull chant you ripped off. I don't like the horn that you play. You used to only play it on first downs. Then you started playing it after sacks. Then you started playing it after touchbacks. Makes no sense. Um, the way that the Vikings fans argue, it's like a Packer fan can say, oh, we won eight of the last nine games. And then a Viking fan would say, oh, well, yeah, well, Kirk Cousins per yards average is higher than Aaron Rodgers. And you'd be like, who cares? And they'd be like, you suck. And I'm, and I'm like, what? Just it's historically for me. Vikings and the people that support them have been the most frustrating humans to speak with. So maybe hate's a strong word. What is a strong word? But it is how I feel. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 